Welcome to the On the Horizon RC Podcast with your host, Horizon Hobby CEO, Chris Dickerson. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the On the Horizon RC Podcast. I'm your host and Horizon CEO, Chris Dickerson. And with me, as always, my co-host, our marketing director, the Steve, Steve Petrato. Steve, we are back in 2022, our first episode of the new year. We took a little break for the holidays. Um, we've touched base a little bit here, but now that we're officially back on the podcast, uh, happy new year and uh, welcome back. I'm excited to be back on the podcast with you. How's it going? It's going well. Yeah, excited as, as well for the podcast to be kicked off. It's always a fun uh, break from the day-to-day here at Horizon, and it's always fun to meet some new people. But for me, uh, this year has been has really started off with a, uh, with a splash, just lots going on. I've got a lot of projects, RC projects on the bench. Uh, I think at this point, I think I have three biplane projects I want to get ready for RC Fest, so I don't know why I chose biplanes this year, but uh, got a lot on the bench. So excited to get that back out in the garage as it gets a little warmer. Uh, it's a little bit more bearable out there. So yeah, just uh, it's going to be a big year for RC and uh, I'm I'm excited to be able to be involved on every side of it. As you know, I kind of dabble on, in the cars and in the planes and in the helis. So I'm all over the place right now. <laughs> yeah, you know, you? And I think, oh, I, same thing. I You know, last week we got a little bit of nice weather, right? Yeah. And, and then a couple of weeks ago, you know, we'll talk about this here in a bit, but you know, you and I were down in Florida together for, for something special we'll talk about here in a little bit. And I think this... <laughs> You know, you get a little bit of warm weather when you're when you're a Midwesterner or somebody in the in the cold weather climates. You get a you get a couple of, you know, 60, 70, 80 degree days and it just makes you really excited to get back out and, and enjoy yeah. your hobby. So, yeah, I, uh, I was actually emailing Dustin yesterday saying, hey, I, it's time for me to get a new plane. I think I'm going to upgrade to an NX radio. Nice. You know, I got to get, I'm, I need to get my employee order going. And then finally, I want one of the new blackjack boats. I waited all boat season last season <laughs> um, and, and they were always out. And so, you know, I, I wasn't going to order one until all of our customers were able to get theirs, but they're open stock now. So I'm going to get one ordered because I'm, I'm ready to hit the water with it this, this spring. So between getting a new airplane, I've always got a crawler project going. And then uh, a, a new boat, which boats are probably my favorite of all RC. If I just could pick, you know, one thing to just go and enjoy, it'd probably be a boat. So same <laughs> as you, I think, you know, getting just that little glimpse of warm spring weather, you know, we're only a couple weeks out, um, yeah. just really got me itching to get back out and join the hobby. So we are back. Like I said, this is season two, episode eight. You reminded me that yesterday <laughs> we were preparing and I can't believe we've already, we're already on episode eight of season two. Um, so that's pretty exciting. Uh, we've got some events coming up, I think, right? Some news. Um, you yeah. want to air some of our key dates? I mean, I know that's your world here. Um, sure. As we head into spring, it also means we're out. You, your team's already been out at a lot of stuff, but we got a lot more stuff coming up, right? Yeah, it's uh, yeah, quickly approaching what I call marketing Super Bowl season, which is you know <laughs> the, the the middle of the year. So, uh, Air Meet, Air Meet, and Air Meet Live will be. Uh, we usually announce that right at right around Christmas, and uh, we did that this year as well. So, um, or I guess right late last year, but that'll be August thirteenth uh, again this year. Uh, single day event will be broadcasted live globally. Uh, through social media, and of course, we'll have the full uh, full event as well. We're not sure exactly how big in person, given everything going on in the world as usual, but uh, we'll, we're going to try our best to have as big of an air meet as possible again this year. So don't miss that. Put it on your calendar. We'll be putting out uh, all the social media on that starting pretty soon. Um, Axial Fest, we'll be doing two events this year. Uh, we're not quite ready to go outbound with all of the dates just yet, but we should have those out really soon. So if you're an Axial fan and you haven't made it to an Axial Fest, I know Chris and I both would say you got to try it. You got to come out. It's Absolutely. Awesome. So we'll have two two events this year. So yep. there'll be options for people depending on where you live and, and your, your uh, summer plans. But yeah, if you've not made it to an Axial Fest, you've got to get there. And now is as good a time as any. So I would say as soon as the dates and the registration opens up, uh, make sure you get there. So um, yeah, I, I'm going to make sure uh, they're on my calendar for sure. So. <laughs> Definitely. And now with the new SCX6, it's even new adventures that can be had. So <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Looking forward to that. Very cool. Uh, and then I guess I'll jump in the uh, so up right now going on right this moment here in the month of March. 
we launched a really big sale for Arma and really excited about this. We're calling this the Arma Get'em Sale. Uh, and this, you can save uh, up to $100 on a lot of different products uh, through Arma. Insane, like pretty much the entire line, Chris. Everything but the fire team has a coupon. So if you're out there, if you're looking at getting into Arma, you want to kick off your season with something new, a new, a new platform, Arma will have something for you. So it's a big deal for Arma to have everything on sale. This is really the first time that I've ever known yeah. Arma to have this kind of a sale. So if you're looking at wanting to get into the bashing scene or the, the send it scene, as I always joke, <laughs> definitely get into the Arma get them sale live at your local dealer. And of course on horizonhobby.com. Yeah, there's some huge savings there. And like you said, I mean, I, I uh, when I actually saw the coupons and how good some of the deals were, I, I kind of thought, how did we approve this? What, what's going on? But I do see a lot of the Arm Army out there. They are well aware of it. And I see a lot of a lot of guys, you know, you can't have too many Arma or RC vehicles in general. So no time like the present, like we said, it is time to get out and enjoy some great weather. So add to your garage, add to your collection. Um, there's always room for one more on the shelf. Yep. And why don't you talk a little bit about our uh, our news with uh, Front Row, Chris? Yeah, so I kind of alluded to it a little bit ago. You and I uh, were fortunate enough to go down to the Daytona 500 a few weeks ago. Yeah, that's awesome. We, one of our big news uh, between our last episode and this one has been mm-hmm. that we renewed our partnership in NASCAR with Front Row Motorsports. We had an opportunity, Steve, as you know, last season, kind of mid-season, to work with the team a little bit. We were super excited about it. Michael McDowell was a great ambassador for not just Horizon, but really the RC hobby in general. He's a great person. He has a family, you know, he's got four kids. They enjoyed the (laughs) hobby. Um, The front row team has been great. And our goal with this is twofold, really. It's to get the RC hobby. We know that we have a great hobby. And if you're listening to this podcast, you know that as well. Um, we want to get that word out to a broader audience and try to get the, you know, if you're a race fan and you love competition and you want to see bashing, I mean, isn't NASCAR just bashing? Um, (laughs) This season it has been. Yeah, it's competition. The Daytona 500 for sure is, (laughs) is, it's competition, which again, that's what a lot of RC is about. It's getting out with your friends. It's having fun. It's maybe competing a little bit. It's also a little bit of bashing. Mm-hmm. And so we want to get that word out. And also for people who are already into the hobby, it's just another way for you to connect with the hobby. And it is pretty cool, I think, for our little niche industry to see our name on the big stage that is NASCAR. So, yeah, it's great. The Front Row Motorsports team has been awesome to work with. We're going to have a lot of activation throughout the year. I know you've got some some sweepstakes, maybe some oh, giveaways, yeah. maybe even some tickets to a race or two throughout the season. So, yep. Uh, we certainly want people to uh, to watch NASCAR, watch every week. We are a full season sponsor for Todd Gilliland and in the uh, truck series for Zane Smith. And then we have uh, two races that we're going to be the primary sponsor with Michael McDowell and one race in St. Louis that will be the primary sponsor with Arma uh, with Zane Smith in the truck series. So. A lot of great stuff going on with that partnership. It should be really good for Horizon and the hobby um, and a lot of fun so far. Yeah, definitely. I'm excited about it. Really great partnership. And if you've not been a NASCAR fan, definitely check it out. It's so cool to see that Horizon logo going around the track. So <laughs> I know I yeah. enjoy it. And, uh, you know, Zane in the truck series, yeah. uh, one Daytona. So, you know, yeah. not, not just uh, cool to watch them go around the track. They're, they're winning. And, you know, last week at Vegas, he was right there as well, you know, the second place finish. So, yeah. um, you know, the, the front row team is is there to compete this year. The new NASCAR, the next gen car mm-hmm. is really good too. I think it's increased um, the level of competition amongst all the cars. And I think it's breathed a lot of energy into NASCAR. I mean, being at Daytona, that was crazy. I mean, that That's is awesome. like the Super Bowl. I, ne- I didn't really understand what they meant when they said it's like the Super Bowl for NASCAR, but you know, the crowd was great. People camping and partying and, you know, just enjoying it. It's the same thing we want to see in the RC community this year is people getting back out, enjoying the hobby, hanging out together and having fun. Um, like you said, if you haven't been into NASCAR, check it out. It's a great way to just kind of, you know, enjoy things even more broadly. Definitely. Well, very cool. Excited about that. Um, 
Let's see. We've got one little bit of news this weekend, uh, the March 12th and 13th. What, uh, I'll let you cover the, the one out west, and I'll cover the one out east. <laughs> How about that? Okay, yeah. Well, speaking of partnering with full-scale motorsports, the LOC team has worked with the Mint 400. You know, the, the Mint 400 is, is the great American off-road race, right? So it's out yeah. in Prim, Nevada. It is off-road mecca it's kind of i call it the super bowl off-road racing <laughs> um, so you know we've we've partnered with with the mint team for for a few years now that race is the 11th and 12th uh, losi is a sponsor of it and um you know check it out on social media uh, certainly follow losi on social media to keep up with it and i think we even have an announcement here in a few uh, minutes a product announcement that'll tie back into the mint as well but I know for the air guys, there's one of our big events there as well this weekend. And we are sending the great uh, representation for Horizon down there. So why don't you go ahead and tell them a little bit about what's going on in the, the air world this weekend? Yeah. So the uh, one of the one of the best jet events out there in the country, Florida Jets, is kicking off this weekend, uh, March 12th and 13th. Ali Machinci is already down there. He's been down there for about a day now testing and, uh, you know, shaking the cobwebs off all the all the rigs from the snow season. So uh, he's already ready to rock. He will be going live. We'll have kind of a really exciting weekend. We'll have uh, social media from both the Mint 400 on the grounds. TJ Williams on our social team will be out there. And then uh, at Florida Jets, Ali will be going live and posting some great content. So no matter what you're into in the hobby this weekend, you've got some really great content to follow along with us here at the, on the Horizon Hobby social channel. So definitely make sure to tune in and check that out. But uh, I know those Florida Jets live streams get a lot of views. And just Ali knows so much about everything that's there. It's almost like watching a Discovery Channel episode on the <laughs> on RC Jets. It's really cool. Yeah, well, and there's no better person to have walk you behind the curtain at an event right. like that than Ali. I mean, Definitely. he's you know, the best of the best and does a great job with it. And like you said, just knows everything. So <laughs> uh, it's so cool. I love his, his – uh, he does a great job covering and making you feel like you're there. TJ's doing a great job with us on social media too. I mean, his coverage of Motorama last month, um, you know, made me want to get in the car and drive to Pennsylvania. Uh, so <laughs> great coverage. So whatever, like I said, whatever you're into, please follow along this weekend. Um, there is a lot as always, and it's a good time to be, you know, an RC enthusiast. Definitely. Well, very cool, Chris. Well, it wouldn't be a Horizon Hobby podcast without talking about <laughs> products. <laughs> transition cool. inserted uh we we have some some stuff coming out this week chris alluded to one i'll cover the air uh announcement so uh both of these will be uh contributions as well to our hobbies for good uh charitable organization which is really exciting always when we have a fun special edition to be able to uh, provide some proceeds to Hobbies for Good to do great things in the hobby is always a good feeling. Um, the first one is we have partnered again with the Patey family. So if you remember the Draco, uh, Mike's wife, Chandra, uh, is uh, it also has a, a carbon cub and we'll be doing the Chandra Patey cub. So we're going to be putting her uh, silhouette on the cockpit, but also within that package, you're going to get a lot of goodies. You're going to have um, a real flight. You're going to have uh, the extra batteries, the radio, that sort of thing. So it's a really nice pack. If you're looking to get into flying, this package, this this cub, which is based on our standard yellow cub, uh, is uh, is just is a perfect setup. It's just going to give you everything you need to get flying. And again, some of the proceeds from that will go to Hobbies for Good. So excited to see that launch this week. Yeah, absolutely, very cool. And then tying back to the Mint 400. Uh, we did this last year and it was a big success. So we, we did it again this year, but we have a limited edition Losi Raptor Ray with a special Mint 400 uh, trim scheme. So limited number of vehicles commemorates this year's race. And uh, just if you're into the off-road racing like this, if you're into the Mint 400, if you're into RC, this is a great way to have kind of a collectible uh, to, to commemorate uh, that event. And obviously, the Losi Raptor Ray is a great representation of what that racing is all about. So very cool. I've seen the vehicle. It is a it, it's a really cool trim scheme. The team did great on it. So uh, great collectible, and it's really nice with both of these announcements this week that, that we're going to be donating some of the charity or some of the proceeds to the Hobbies for Good uh, charity program. So very good, Steve. Well, I don't want to say. Uh, you know, I think we've, we've held on long enough. We've got our guests kind of 
waiting. And I know he's not somebody who likes to sit at the back of the pack or to stand still very long. So um, I'd say it's probably time to hit the grid here and bring our first guest in. And I think we'll bring us all the way back to our initial conversation of how excited we are to be working with Front Row Motorsports and NASCAR. This week, we've got the Daytona 500 Truck Series champion. Uh, Zane Smith is our guest. Steve, what do you think? Should we bring him in? Let's do it, Chris. I'm excited to talk to him. Let's do it. Okay. Today's guest is an incredibly accomplished uh, young man and driver of the number 38 Ford F-150 in the NASCAR Camping World Series truck racing uh, from Front Row Motorsports. He has already more than 100 wins to his name, all the way from carts to legends to super late models and now NASCAR trucks. We are proud to welcome and sponsor Mr. Zane Smith, and we're extremely happy to have him on the show today. Zane, it's great to see you again uh, after meeting you in Daytona, fresh off your big win. Uh, why don't we just jump in there? How are you doing? And then tell us all about what it was like winning Daytona this year. Yeah, uh, been good. It's been a, a crazy uh, path, career, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but yeah, Daytona was a lot of fun. That's not really a place you you get to win at every every day. So um, <clears throat> I'm looking right at the trophy right now, and uh, it makes you smile every time. So hopefully, there's a few more in the future there, and hopefully one day uh, I could get the the 500. That would be a, a pretty cool one to get. But no, it's a uh, super special to win there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and what a an amazing uh, event. I mean, you know, they I've heard always that Daytona is like the Super Bowl for NASCAR, you know, and you guys start the series in the season with basically your Super Bowl. And I've never been to Daytona. I've been to a lot of races. And, uh, you know, Steve and, and Sean, our sales manager, yeah. and I came down this year and I really was blown away just by it is like the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, it was great to meet you there, your family there. Thank you for, for, uh, hanging out with us a little bit. I have to ask, you know, how do you mentally plan for, uh, especially a, a race like that when that's the first race really of the year, how do you get ready for, a, a, a mentally for, a, for the whole season? And then knowing that that race is like all eyeballs are on Daytona. How, how do you even get ready for that? Yeah, especially in the situation I was in this year where it's a it was a new team, new manufacturer, new everything. I think the only thing I had the same was my spotter I was able to bring over. And so you don't know how things are going to be. We don't have practice anymore or uh, people think, man, where, where do you go practice at? It's a, a virtual simulator is, is our practice. Mm -hmm. And so um, we try to make that as real as possible, but nothing is as real as real life. And so, um, so yeah, those thoughts were obviously on, on my mind, my team's mind of, man, how are we going to start the year off? But really for right from, uh, practice and, and the first times even in the simulator, we, we just seemed to click very well. And then, um, <clears throat> I think it was lap three, we qualified around 20th and, um, I was in the top eight or so uh, by like lap three. And so uh, just things were, were pretty smooth <laughs> and um, and we were just able to, to hang out up front in the top three uh, pretty much after stage one on. And um, that's all you could really ask for at a place like Daytona. And, and going back to what you said on, on how it's like the Super Bowl for us, it's I've never really understood that of man, like why is it so big to uh, to win at Daytona and just uh, my whole career in NASCAR really has always been during COVID. And so I've never gotten to see the fans in I've been the fan, but I've never gotten to uh, to race while the fans are there. And so, that whole weekend was crazy just with the infield and um, all the people on, on pit road and, and everything. And so uh, I didn't even realize it uh, until I got out on the front stretch and I was like, damn, there's a lot of people here. <laughs> and, um, and then I, we went and celebrated around the garage and 
and whatnot and through the infield and it was it was pretty cool it's it's definitely a memory i'll never forget yeah that 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 really is i hadn't really thought about that but yeah going and you know being at a venue of that size and and the number of fans in the stands and just even the coverage i i know we were talking to some of the media people and they were saying you know like the whole season is like if if daytona's good like the whole season yeah i know it's better it's amazing it is that it's it's weird how that is and from a a driver's standpoint it's weird how uh i guess i don't know how to word it right but it's it's almost like man why is this the big one just because you can be taken out so easily from it and i never understood it and over my i want to say probably three years of racing there you just really realize how hard it is to win there and all the variables that come in into place to win there. And, and that's where all the hype is. And it's, um, it's cool to be on the good side of it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I guess, cause once you win there, you've won there. Right. And I mean, I'm sure you'll yeah. take a few more and hopefully you've got a few more <laughs> in your career there, but, uh, that's great. Well, let's, let's maybe for those of you or those that might listen to this, that, you know, maybe they've probably already figured out by now kind of what you do for a living here. Um, but maybe, you know, let's just start at the beginning. You're, you're still, you know, young, you're 22 years old. You're already, you already won Daytona in the truck series. You've got a hundred wins out there. I know kind of some of your backstory after meeting your family, racing's in your blood. I mean, how did you get started and how did you get to, to where you are now? Yeah. So I grew up in a, I want to say racing family almost. Uh, my dad runs an off-road race team, so the Baja 1000 and an off-road racing, uh, I guess, type. And <clears throat> so racing is all I've really known. Uh, no drivers have ever been in my family or anything like that. So I'm the, the first of that. But um, I've, I've gone through different phases. But at the end of the day, I, I knew I've always wanted to race and, and make a living out of it. And so... I started out on a BMX bike that my parents had got me on when I was about three years old and we raced all around the country and I uh, <clears throat> just raced all the time and the training for it was unbelievable, <laughs> especially for how old you uh, were and, and how intense the training was. And so um, with that, you're the motor and <laughs> and when you wreck you get uh really hurt and so um like fracturing your femur and and getting hurt busting open your chin and your face wasn't really fun when you're like five or six years old <laughs> so um at that time i really wanted to race supercross and i'm still a huge ama supercross fan but um it just it became unrealistic and so uh i moved on to trophy carts which is a, a miniature scale of a trophy truck and i just thought that time was was so cool because i grew up watching the trophy truck lifestyle and just being around all the the short course races and desert races and and then i was doing it at that time and so that was a lot of fun um but i had always heard and obviously when you're that young, you don't really know about money or, or anything. And, and so my dad would always tell me that you can't make a living out of, out of this. Like you make your money, um, on oval racing or in NASCAR. And so I still, uh, like I was always a big Jimmy Johnson fan and, and followed NASCAR, but, um, I was at that. And then on, moved on I went to uh karting when I was probably seven years old and um and raced those all around the country and uh drove for top car USA and um we won a lot in karting and and those were probably the, some of the most fun years I've ever had in my life and um <clears throat> and and during that time I was really into it was kind of NASCAR IndyCar and Formula One and and so didn't really know what I wanted to do, race carts for a while, and then had gotten into legend cars. And then once I got into legend cars, I was really dead set on 
making it a NASCAR. I just, you're racing on ovals every weekend and you just really learn to appreciate uh, what it takes to be good at oval racing and how competitive it is. And so legend cars were a ton of fun. I, I feel like they, they teach you so much on just racing power to tire ratio is, is crazy. So, um, they teach you a ton and, um, we raced all those around those. That was really my first descent to, uh, back East moving from California. And, and I lived in, uh, North Carolina and in a motor home and, uh, with my, um, <clears throat> with my parents and my dad would go back and forth working. My, my mom and I would, would go travel all around literally every day of the week to all these different racetracks and just racing. Um, and it was, it was so much fun. And, um, and then it was time for that next step. Uh, once we kind of won almost everything there, there was to win in legend car racing. And that's kind of a step I've always had uh, with my family and um, sponsors and just everyone around me. We've never moved up um, to the next thing until you dominate what you're at. And um and I'm, I'm lucky I went about that throughout my career. And so we, um, the next step was late models. And uh, that's a, that's a huge step going for legend cars to a full blown stock car. And so I just instantly fell in love with, with super late models and uh, raced those all around the East coast and down in Florida, a bunch. And uh, it was just, a lot of fun and and at that time you're starting to race against bigger names like kyle bush and um and guys like that and and that's just really cool when you're like 15 years old or or whatnot and so um i was i was cool at that time of man this would be awesome to race late models for a living and um and then you try to take the next step uh which takes everything um, which was Arca and, and Canon cars at the time. And, and I ran, um, just selected races and, uh, we, we got a few wins in, in Arca and, um, for whatever it's called now, <laughs> Arca Canon. Um, and then I didn't know what my next, uh, step was. And then, uh, we had an opportunity at junior motorsports and the eight Xfinity car, uh, for, I want to say probably nine, nine or so, uh, races. And so we picked the best ones that we thought I would do best at. And, uh, it was obviously a huge learning curve, just obviously way different scale than I've ever been at. And that really wasn't the first step that I wanted to take. At that time, the Xfinity level was was pretty stacked um, for for one. And, and now I think about two or three years ago, really, uh, maybe even yeah, probably three years ago, it it changed to where I feel like people were either skipping Xfinity or just from truck to to cup or cup guys coming down to truck or whatever it was. And, um, cause I originally wanted to go truck racing and we just weren't able to make it happen. And then after Xfinity, I had, uh, got an opportunity at GMS racing and, uh, we just had an awesome rookie year and, uh, we were able to get a couple wins in a rookie year. And it was really difficult because we didn't have practice because that was when COVID hit and it was, uh, it was tough. Trucks are, they're not the hardest thing to drive by yourself, but they're, I, I feel like one of the hardest things to race around other trucks, just with the dirty air factor. And, and so, um, it was cool to see those couple wins appreciated. And then, uh, Kyle Bush and I had a, uh, hell of a battle at Charlotte. And that was what really got my name out there and um, somehow won the the most popular driver, which I never thought I would really even be in contention for. And 
um it's just been super cool like I, i've always been the the fan at the track who uh when i was a kid that that followed somebody and and just thought he was it was awesome and um and would always try to appreciate what he does on track and uh it's just been really cool over the past three years or so to kind of see people um waiting to to see me or um ask me questions whatever it may be and um it's just crazy to wrap my head around at times but uh it's been a fun ride for sure yeah that that's great and and uh, again you've had so much exposure to 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 such different different race classes and different styles and again you've already well now you've you've raced against you know most of the big names out there which which has to be as a fan pretty amazing to to, to see your yeah. name. you know like you said when you're do when you're when you're you know banging out there with against Kyle Bush, that's pretty cool, right? I mean, that's that's got to mm-hmm. be a pretty pretty unique experience. I guess at some point though, you're just racing to win, still, though, right? Yeah, exactly. I feel like probably four or five years ago, like I would have really cared that it's like Kyle Bush, but um, I don't know. I, I ever since uh, a couple years ago, I I could care less really who you are. I, I want to beat you, and it's it's really <laughs> cool when Kyle and those guys come to race with us and it's a great opportunity to, to showcase what you got. Yeah, that's great. You, you mentioned early in the conversation too, a little bit. Uh, so this is your third year in the truck series. This is your first year with front row motorsports. Um, how's that been for you so far and how, what was it about the front row team that, you know, you, you liked enough to sign with them you know, obviously for Horizon, we started working with Front Row mid-season last year um, through just some mutual uh, contacts we both had and, and obviously thought enough that we, we joined for the full season this year. But would love to hear about your experience with Front Row and what, what drew you to them. Yeah, so uh, it came about very late. I didn't even know if I was going to have a job this year. And so it <clears throat> I was kind of set on a, another team before I had gotten a call or anything from front row. And it was about 30 minutes after I had made my decision that front row had reached out, I got told and they were interested in, in uh, having me drive their truck. And so uh, that, that really caught my attention. And so we set up a meeting and, um, and I, I don't really know what it was i obviously had seen uh the speed in the group that the 38 truck had and and that really attracted me and um and i sat down with them and i've heard nothing but good from the people at front row and i got to meet uh jerry freeze and a few others and um they're just good people and what people don't really understand is i feel like in all of life but um especially in racing, we could only make the cars go so fast, the driver and the difference that, uh, that is made in a team are the people. And so I really try to look at the type of people a team have and, and those things. And so, um, I was really interested in that. And this is a super scary world of man, what am I going to do, uh, the next year or, if you're trying to make a living out of this and, and I don't have any other backup plan, this is, this is do or die. And so, <laughs> and, um, and I don't know exactly what my future holds, but I see more of a future than what you would other places. And so, um, that was just the most attracting thing. Um, and I'm definitely happy with my decision. We have, uh, two races under our belts and we have already a win. We're locked in the playoffs and uh, driver and, and some team errors. We, we worked out a lot of bugs at, at Vegas and um, was about half a lap away from winning another one and going back to back. And so um, I'm happy. I trusted my gut and, uh, and I'm super excited to, to see what else we have in store this year. Awesome. Yeah, Front Row has been nothing but a great partner for us, and it's good to hear that you've had a similar experience, although on a completely different aspect yeah. of it. So very cool. Well, in my uh, Zane, in my research 
kind of preparing for this podcast, I noticed you had a stint and you didn't mention it, but I'm just curious if it's accurate, but in stadium super trucks, is that? Oh, yeah. So, um, I have, uh, my, my dad worked for, um, Robbie Gordon's race team when I was a little, little kid. And, um, I've known Robbie freaking all my life and, uh, occasionally during the summertime we'll go out and, um, run whatever he's got running over at his shop and go mess around. And so, um, I had just always messed around and in them in his uh, track at the shop. And, and then um, I want to say it was after Michigan, my first truck win, I had gotten a call from him and was, I think he said, Hey man, like we're racing the stadium trucks in road America. Like uh, you want to run one? And um, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to get there. And, <laughs> and we had, I had flown home from Michigan and woken up at probably five, six o'clock in the morning and got another plane the next day to road America and went to go mess around in a stadium truck. And, uh, it was a lot of fun. They, uh, they're a definitely an animal of their own, but the yeah. any, racing, anything just teaches you so much. I feel like, and, um, I have a few friends in stadium trucks as well. So it was cool to go hang out there with some buddies. Yeah, it looks like a very fun form of racing. I'm sure it always all racing is fun for the drivers to some degree, but yeah. man, what a what a nuts type of racing, jumping and and bashing those things around. It it for reminds sure. me very close to our RC cars more than anything. <laughs> they, they are. That's all they are. They're a big RC car. <laughs> <laughs> very cool. Well, um, do you have a you know in 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 racing? Do you have a particularly favorite track or a specific race that you're like, man, I, every year I love this one or one that you've yeah. been on that really, really fit you well as a driver? Yeah. I mean, I personally look forward to all of them. Um, but yeah, there's always the, those couple that, that you're like, man, I can't wait to get there. And for me, unfortunately I got the last truck win there since we, we've been there, but, uh, Dover would have to be that for me. Just, I, I love that racetrack <laughs> so much. I love concrete racetracks in general, but, um there martinsville um kansas i haven't won at kansas yet but it's another such a great racetrack and um yeah i mean like i said i, I look forward to all of them but those ones got to be my favorite okay right on um and then on to the kind of the more rc stuff i mean it, were you, when you were growing up i think we talked a little bit in daytona but uh you know what 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 were you ever into growing up with rc you know was there any anything that you were particularly fond of and then, you know, what sort of similarities do you see when it comes to how RC has evolved over the years and how that may or may not be similar to like an actual race car, right? You've got the Arma infraction. I think we sent, but I'm sure you got to play with a couple more toys, but yeah. yeah. No, I, uh, like I said, growing up in the off-road uh, industry, it's, uh, you are kind of, you, you gotta be into RC cars. Like that's, everybody is into buying the trophy trucks and making them your own. And, Oh, I, I just, I lived it. And so I had always been into it. Uh, I would go race mine occasionally at the track, right, right near my house in California. And, um, and then I had, uh, gotten told that horizon hobby was going to be a part of this year. And I'll tell you, I was pretty excited about that because especially if, when I heard that, that we were going to get some RC cars. And so, uh, I, I just have always been into it, but, uh, the ones that I, I had gotten, we had, uh, unboxed it and it looked like freaking Christmas morning at front row motorsports. And, and, uh, and I was amazed just like with how nice the parts are now and like how strong they are. It's, it's pretty amazing to be honest. And, obviously you you came and <laughs> ignore the speed of them like the um the infraction is is so fast <laughs> it's ridiculous how like i remember always if you could like get your rc car over like 60 miles an hour it was ridiculous and now <laughs> i don't even know what the infraction goes i i haven't even probably seen half of what it could go because my street isn't long enough but um 
it it goes fast enough for me unless I need to go unless I want to go buy some more parts. <laughs> yeah, it, it's uh, you should look when you have a minute, Zane. I mean, some of these guys are, uh, you know, it, it's kind of the uh, with with enough, you know, money and time and creativity. I think these guys are pretty regularly getting those up to 150 miles an hour now. So that's ridiculous. They're, uh, the they're pretty extreme. I think it's about 80 out of the box, if I remember right. And then, so that's kind of the starting point. So uh, it, it is. You're right. I mean, I, I remember a time too, Zane, when yeah, you know, 50, 60 miles an hour was was insane. So you know, to be double that now is is yeah. is craziness. So it it is. Uh, it's definitely created a, a whole new customer and, and that need for speed that certainly you understand. Yeah, no, it's, it's so cool to just make them your own for one. And then um, like even the, the details in, in the body on the infraction that I was looking at, like it has an actual splitter, like what <laughs> we run on our, in NASCAR in general. And so I thought that was crazy. Um, but no, they're, they're very cool. Uh, that's on my bucket list, actually. I want an RC car with a body that was mine that I could go in a hobby store and see. Like <laughs> I, I remember when racing in in trophy carts when I was a kid, and you see the trophy trucks, and you um, you always had your idol that you looked up to, so you would, would get his truck, and it's um it's super cool. I'm a uh, definitely happy you guys are on board and um, we get to have some fun while doing it. Very cool. Yeah. A lot of fun. I'm glad I was able to get you a, a, a good Christmas morning there in, uh, in March. <laughs> I know I felt bad for Jeff because I mean, all the boxes ended up in his office and Todd and I just ripped them all open <laughs> in his <laughs> office. And we know he's dealing with way more important stuff, trying to, um, obviously make sure everyone's happy at the racetrack and then he's dealing with Todd and I with a huge disaster of RC car boxes and parts <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> so did you guys have to oh go ahead Chris. He may have sent us a picture of his office when you guys were done and it, it did look <laughs> like like a, a Christmas morning slash war zone. So uh, yeah, we had like all the chargers hooked up in his office and they're all like beeping at once and he's like on the phone unplugging all of them and Tom and I are like, what the hell? Like, leave our batteries. <laughs> did you guys have to uh, fight over a controller or a specific model, or did you guys pick which we, what you wanted? And I saw a couple of videos on Instagram where you guys were driving in Fraction and Creighton, I think. But did you have yeah. to kind of pick and choose or flip a coin? So um, I think we all wanted the Infraction, and I was the lucky one who got it. Uh, <laughs> but we were <laughs> – we were driving around the little low C, uh, smaller scale trucks, which are a ton of fun, especially on like a shop floor where you can yeah. just drift, drift them around everywhere. Um, and, and those were pretty cool, especially, uh, some of the shop has, has some cool jumps and, and whatnot. So it was, uh, <laughs> it was pretty fun. We were, we wanted to get into the planes, but, uh, I feel like, we couldn't trust ourselves enough to get into the plane box yet. So uh, we got to get a little bit better with the cars. There you go. Awesome. Yeah. Maybe when Steve's around sometime, he, you know, you may not know that Steve's a pretty accomplished pilot. So maybe sometime heard, when Steve's yeah. around, you could get a lesson from the pro. That's, that's how I learned to fly. Luckily I've got access to some pretty good pilots that, uh, <laughs> you know, let me ask stupid questions and, and, and are there to, to bail me out when I'm in over my head. But uh, yeah. yeah, Steve, Steve could get you started. He's the guy. So yeah, some of the planes too are so crazy. Like how far they've come even like they're, like miniature jets almost. And so, um, yeah, I've definitely wanted to get into the planes sooner than later. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely. Sure, we can, we, we can get you, we'll get some event, we'll, we'll find a way to get you flying. But uh, <laughs> that, that'd be cool. Well, you know, uh, you or maybe you don't know this yet, but you know, Arma, the brand, has a, a, a user group, a, a user generated group that's called the Arma Army. And you know, whether you know it or not, you're part of that group now because they know you're going to be driving the Arma truck at St. Louis this summer. 
And uh, that group is all in. I mean, they are the original send it group. You know, they, these are people, like we said, they're making their infractions and felonies go 150 miles an hour. You can't jump it too high. You can't go too fast. Um, I'm That's pretty sure they're going to expect you to send it during the race in St. Louis. Are you going to be Perfect. ready? Are you up to the challenge here to represent the Arma Army? Because you're going to have thousands of guys out there that are going to be cheering for you and Arma, you know, at the St. Louis race. So are, are you going to be ready and up for the challenge, you think? Yeah, no, I, I definitely think they they picked the right one for the just send it type. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. Gateway has always been a good track for me, and um, the truck looks awesome. And so... There should be no reason we don't get to Victory Lane. All right. That's awesome. Well, we're, we're looking forward to it. We'll certainly be there. Um, you know, maybe switching back to, to your career a little bit. We've touched on this a little bit, but I mean, you mentioned Jimmy Johnson. You mentioned Kyle Busch, um, you know, Robbie Gordon. It, has there been someone or, or certain people that you know, you've really looked up to? And do you still have somebody that you kind of look to to be a, a bit of a mentor as you navigate? Like you said, this is... There's no backup plan, you know, so you got to, yeah. it's not something everybody's done. It's, you know, is there somebody you look to, to for inspiration or to help you navigate this? Yeah, I mean, um, fortunately, Jimmy Johnson has always, before I even knew him, was always my idol. And um, over the past few years, he's really helped me out. Um, just, <clears throat> he's been through it and he's obviously been pretty good at it and so uh, yeah. I've just been trying to uh, be a sponge around him and absorb whatever I can and um, and yeah he's he's about as good of a mentor as it gets and, and he's been an awesome help for me to say the least awesome all right well with that what would be your advice to someone starting out that wants to get into into your sport into professional driving and racing yeah I mean you have to eat, sleep and breathe it, I feel like. And so if you're not on that level, it's, um, I don't know if it's, if it's worth it. And so, uh, I feel like racing wise, I always get the question of what should I, what should I race? And, and I think you can never race enough different things. And so, um, whether it be an RC car or a trophy truck or, whatever it may be, I think all racing will make you better just because the more racing situations you're in, the better you're going to be. And so, um, seat time is so valuable in this sport. It's, it's not like a, a football or a basketball where you go get one at the store and go to your front yard and, and play it. And so, um, any opportunity you get, make the most of it and make it count. Solid advice. Well, you've certainly set the bar high with your start to the season here like you said two races and you've been you won the first one and you were like you said half a lap away from from going back to back um you know what what are you what are your goals for this season i mean where where do you hope to be you know with with your program this year kind of what what you know what's on the docket this season for you zane yeah well obviously it was uh, just try to get off on the right foot as soon as possible with this new group. And uh, we obviously did that very soon. And so um, now I think goals have kind of changed. It's so nice being locked in the playoffs already, but my main goal is to just win as many races as possible. And um, I don't like putting a number on anything. Uh, I like to go into it with not a whole lot of expectation and just knowing what we're capable of and, and seeing what, uh, seeing what we could make out of it. And so I obviously want to get back to Phoenix. I've made two championship four appearances and come up second both times. And so uh, I'd like to get back there and make uh, this third time a charm. That's a pretty good goal. That's yeah. Good goal. So we'll, we're happy, happy to be part of that this season. And uh you know, one thing we do is we're starting to wrap up here. We'll let you get back to your day. Um, but before we wrap up, we always like to kind of call it kind of our open mic set segment. But, you know, we just give you a chance to, you know, the people that might be listening to this podcast just for you to, you know, give them any sort of message you might want, anything you want to promote, you know, tell them when the next race is, 
you know, I'd just say, you know, Zane, the, the mic's all yours and, you know, whatever you'd like to do here to, to kind of close this out. Yeah, well, obviously, first off, just thank you guys for, for everything you do. It's um, always super cool when you have some cool sponsors to have some fun with you. And so um, other than that, our next race is we got this weekend off, um, but I want to say it's March uh, 19th, I want to say. It will be Atlanta. And uh, that'll be a super exciting one just with having it be a new racetrack and so many unknowns again. And so <clears throat> it should be a lot of fun. But um, like I said, we're, we're all trophy hunting here. And so um, it's been a good year so far. We just need to keep it going. But um, any advice to, to any people listening? I, I, like I said, just have fun with what you're doing, whatever it may be, and, and make sure you're loving it. And, um, yeah, you, you, uh, be grateful for whatever you got. And like I said, just love what you're doing. Very cool. Well, Zane, where can people, uh, where can people get in touch with you on social media or online, anything like that? Yeah. So I've, uh, become really into social media, uh, for the past few years. And, um, I, unless you don't like seeing, uh, dogs or, or race car probably don't follow me because that's that's all my uh, instagram really is but it's uh at zane smith or zane smith 77 that's that's all my social media handles and i'm pretty active on them i try to uh try to be as active as possible but um also try to try to have fun off the phone as well but um yeah follow along and um Thank each and every one of you guys that, that support me. Absolutely. Yeah, well, it, it's been great. Uh, like I said, we've, we've had really enjoyed our relationship with Front Row. You know, this last half, second half of last season, they've been great this season, especially we've had a little more time to plan with them this year. So we've got some great things going. We were really excited to hear when you had joined the team. Uh, like I said, you came out of the gates great in Daytona. So, you know, everybody's feeling good. We really are excited to have you know, to be part of your program this year, to be part of the whole front row motorsports team. And uh, we look forward to uh, to, to uh, getting more, more RC in your hand, getting you flying, it sounds like this year. <laughs> it's to be a goal of ours. And uh, we appreciate you jumping on this little podcast we do for fun. Uh, thanks for taking some time and catching up with us. And uh, we look forward to seeing you on the track this year. And, and I think between Steve and myself and the Horizon team, we're going to be there to support you quite a bit. So awesome. Yeah, cool. Thank you, guys. Hopefully we get a win for all of Arma Army and um, go collect some more trophies. <laughs> Sounds like awesome. a plan. <laughs> Thanks, Zane. Cool. Thank you, guys. Thanks for listening to this episode of the On the Horizon RC Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share to your friends out there in the RC industry. We appreciate you guys tuning in to this week's episode. It's a blast to get back in front of you guys and chat with some really great guests. We'll see you on the next one. Until then, happy flying and enjoy some driving.